Chronicles, the podcast for and about Sailor Moon Crystals. And here are your hosts, Makuchan, Alkria, Seiya, Yatin, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. Yeah. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hi. Oh. Just for the record, we're, we're only slightly obsessed, and by slightly, a lot obsessed. <laughs> yeah, and by slightly you mean very. Yes. And by very you mean incredibly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Introductions. Go. Hello, I'm Elkreya. I am a Sailor Moon cosplayer, collector, vlogger, all things Sailor Moon related. Um, I like to sew and play video games and watch Sailor Moon. Awesome. And Star Trek. Lots of Star Trek. Nerd. I don't wanna, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm the geek girl extraordinaire! Show your eyes. Her legs asleep, hang on. Ready for the screen, here it comes in three, two... Cover your ears! Oh. <laughs> I'm saying this is Yaten. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are also Sailor Moon cosplayers, but we're also Sailor Moon entrepreneurs. <laughs> Um, we we make and sell all sorts of. This is hysterical. Watching her bounce up and down, holding her leg. Hey, look, tickling his leg. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. Anyway, yeah, all all Sailor Moon all the time, and yeah, but my collection does not even come close to Alcreas. Twenty years of collecting. Oh yeah. You know what, Saya? The same thing you do in the yacht, and I do to Mako Chan when I'm hanging out at her house when I'm absolutely bored. <laughs> and I hate him for it. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm DJ Ramos. I'm the producer of the podcast. I kind of stay in the corner here and make sure everything is in tip top order. When not doing that, I fix computers. I work. Do another podcast. Go out. Have a good time. And try. Sleep way too much. Yeah, we, we kind of killed all three of those bottles, yeah. But you, there's no such thing as drinking way too much, but I suppose there is. I have a new bottle of booze. Oh, God. Ari brought it to me as a thank you. You can't uh. write off alcohol as an expense. Says who? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, before we get into the uh, nitty-gritty of the episode, um, this past weekend was Anime Boston, and they had the gang from Sailor Moon there, so they did an official Sailor Moon panel instead of a fan panel, which was done later. 
But anyway, so um, as we know, Viz has the rights for the original series and dubbing rights for that series, and they had the rights for Crystal. Um, it's been speculation that they had the dubbing rights and who would be doing the dub voices, but at Anime Boston, they basically officially announced that, yes, they do have the dubbing rights, they will be dubbing it, and they will be using the same voices that they are using for the original series. That's pretty cool. I could have sworn that they had flat out said at the beginning that we're starting with Chris, uh, we're starting with classic, and we will in fact do Crystal later on. I swear that was already announced. They just didn't actually state out who the cast was, and it, it just seemed obvious to me that it was going to be the same cast that they're doing for classic. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, at that point, uh, it's just. Because everything's been, oh, yeah, we have it, and oh, yeah, we're doing a dub, or oh, no, you know, it's it's coming out much later. Oh, you know, it, it it's more along the lines of, you know, when it was coming out, but everybody knew it was coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed that they are using the same voice actors, only really? because I am not at all happy with the voice actors that they got for the series. Okay, um... There are only a couple of the voice actors that I think match. And, uh, yeah. So, I I'm... I I'm hoping that with the slightly more serious tone of Crystal, that some of the voices end up matching better. Because my, my whole thing is, I don't see a lot of the voices as being, you know, 90s pop, you know, happy, chipper kind of voices. See, I guess I've barely watched any of the new dub. I watched the first disc, and then I was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I didn't think it was bad by any means. Um, my only complaint was that, at least in those first couple episodes, Usagi and Ami sound almost exactly the same. And there were times I had to look up, because I'm like that shouldn't be Usagi or that shouldn't be Ami and then I'm like oh it wasn't their voices just sound damn near identical I know I had the same feeling so oh. I don't know if further on in if they get any better or not because like I said I just I, I haven't had the desire to watch the original anime again just yet I kind of want to wait until it, it's more complete in the new release mm. does that make any sense I mean, as is, I'm already waiting every two weeks for Crystal. <laughs> Why plow through part of it and then have to wait six months for another part? <laughs> Point taken. And it, it'll be like, you know, when you watch them all together, and in, in the beginning, you're not really feeling the voices, but as you watch the episodes and the series, it'll grow on you. And for yeah. some, not so much. Now, to touch on what Mako-chan said, I kind of agree. I feel that Crystal should have a different set of voice actors and actresses because it would kind of differentiate uh, Classic and Crystal because we all know what's going to happen. As soon as they start releasing the dub of Crystal, the, the Tumblrites are going to complain, bitch, moan, and whine about how bad of a remake of the, the Crystal is of Classic when we have told them time and time again that this is not what it is. I just feel that, you know, if they get 
a new set of voices, maybe except for, you know, for Usagi, it'll just give Chris, like, its own tone, like, its own setting, per se, you know? I think you're a little too optimistic at what a voice can do. Uh, well, probably, but then again, I do hang out with some voice actors here and there, so maybe it's just, you know. As is, Crystal has only one veteran voice actor, and people are still saying that exact same thing. What is the dub going to make any difference? Honestly, I think it'll be nice actually having one version of Sailor Moon where every single fucking episode will be the exact same voices. Because, I mean, even no actress in English or Japanese has actually played Usagi through the entire run of it. Um, Kotono Mitsuishi uh-huh. missed out on the uh, the end of the original Dark Kingdom. And then we know the original English cast, oh my god, the only people who were consistent were Jupiter, Luna, and Artemis. Mm-hmm. And Jupiter is actually the only voice that I was genuinely disappointed was being changed for a new dub. Well, she kind of hits the original Jupiter voice, and just give me a second, I'm going to get some adult beverage out of my fridge, because I'll create a curse and we have to take a shot. We do? Well, no. that's my personal Since rule. Since when? I've dropped F-bombs before on this, and I've never heard that. Well, I'm looking for a reason to kill someone who's leftover um, adult beverage in my fridge. What is this adult beverage? Uh, Pinnacle Vodka. Okay, I don't know what that is. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I this just is want not water. the drunk show. <clears throat> I just want water. I don't need any adult beverage. But my fridge is downstairs, so... I feel you. Um, the... the... <clears throat> One of the only voice actor changes for the new dub that I actually like is the new voice actor for Jupiter. And I was pretty upset because she was one of the only ones that stayed consistent in the original run. But the person... Very nice. (laughs) Judges score! Seven. Very nice. It's kind of chocolatey, too. Damn Easter. (laughs) Way to um, go, Alcari. You're pissing off the other senshi. <laughs> but yeah, the the person that they got to replace her, um, they didn't make her voice girly. They didn't make it overly masculine. You know, it's still got that kind of, you know, neutral voice to it. Um, the neutral sound. And that's what I'm glad with because... A lot of times, especially since she is, you know, 14, um, they could have gone very, very young sounding with all of the senshi. Well, they didn't go, at least they didn't go FMA young, so. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I am glad that at least they gave her, you know, not an overly deep voice, not a young voice, but definitely something that screams, you know, Jupiter. The only bit of her that I've actually experienced is the little clip that Viz released back when she first was being announced. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think I even know Venus's new voice. Jeremy Lay. I don't think I ever saw the clip. I, I oh, know okay. how Artemis sounds, but I don't remember ever hearing Venus. I halfway expect Artemis to shout, it's morphing time, Senshi. Yeah. <laughs> that or something about donuts. <laughs> Great. Just what we need. <laughs> Artemis running around in a, in a red y- y- red leather suit with three guns attached to him somewhere. Just what we need. <laughs> Ranma, I think we have a new cosplay for you. 
Alcrea, challenge accepted. <laughs> God. <laughs> Marry the Power Rangers with Vash with Artemis. <laughs> Wait, who are you cosplaying, Johnny Young Bosch? Really? Have you seen the voices he's done? But where's your Bankai? <laughs> right here. <sighs> Anyhow. Yeah. Sorry, Mako. <laughs> but here's something kind of interesting about the voices. Now, a friend of mine who has called in on our other show, Anime Jam Session, who's also participated in our chat room, he kind of has a bit of an ear to the California voice acting industry. So he pointed out to me that Christopher Smith is doing the voice of Prince Demondo. Now, here's the thing. When Anime Boston made their official, the official announcement, Demondo is voiced by Matt Mercer. So we ask, what happened? Evidently, Christopher Smith... Uh, broke one of the cardinal rules of, of, of voice acting acting in general, or jobs in general. You don't break NDA. Oh, he started talking about it before he was announced? Yeah, he teased it on his Twitter, and because of that Viz yanked him. Oof. But it's kind of interesting that, you know, there are other voice actors and actors that kind of tease what they're doing, but that doesn't really happen. I guess because it was so far in advance, because I think he announced that, like, three days before the convention, instead of day of, like, if you follow um, Greg Ayer's Facebook, his fan page, he was teasing a, a voice he was doing for an upcoming anime. He's pretty much, he's Monokuna in uh, Danganronpa, but he kept teasing it that day, not, like, two, three days in advance, so I guess that was the straw that broke the camel's back with this. I, I guess know. it could also be how blatant you are with it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, there are a lot of them that uh, people go, oh, yeah, I'm voicing something for a new anime, and you guys are really going to like it. Mm -hmm. You guys, I know it's something really, really popular. Um, but they don't come out and say, you know, the anime. They don't come out and say the right. character. They don't even come out and say, you know, y you know, they don't show pictures or anything like that. It's when you get that blatant with it that mm -hmm. the company is going to be like, uh, Dude, no. And I guess that's what happens, you know. So, I I hope that I hope that doesn't affect him doing any other roles in the future, though. Who knows? Mm. He, he learned his lesson. Yeah, that right. There's a joke in here somewhere, but I just can't come up with one. So, anyhow. Yeah, sorry. I I know I've seen a picture of Artemis in Vash's outfit. And you're looking for it. And I'm looking for it. I cannot find it, and I don't know where it went, but I know I've seen it. Well, if it comes down to it, I know somebody that has uh, Vash's uh, coat, and I do have Artemis, so never say never. I will laugh my hands off if this actually happens. <laughs> well, we will see. We will see. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go human Artemis with it, though. Why not? Um, because he's not voicing human Artemis. True. Human Artemis does not make an appearance. So, where am I going well, to get Well, they're keeping the cast for Crystal, and if Crystal does indeed go past the Black Moon... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, you're talking at least a year to two years... Yeah. ...for that to even be dubbed, if it does happen. So, um... I would go with, uh, you know, short white wig, white ears, and the red coat. 
the moon on the forehead. Okay, I could do that. I could do that. And the morphin belt. <laughs> and the morphin belt. Oh my god, yes. Look. <laughs> Look, but if if no, if you're bringing in all of that, then you're gonna have to have a sword too. Yeah, I look. I can get a bankai. Now, now here, <laughs> now here's the funny thing. Here's something funny. If I had not lost my job, this would have happened. I, at Katakan, I was going to do human Artemis, and I was going to show up with a morphing belt, and I was going to have the power morpher, and I was going to have a custom coin made. With Venus's symbol, and I was going to hold it out and shout, Senshi, it's morphing time. I was going to do that. And that still might just happen. So there. Mm-hmm. Okay, back on track. <laughs> Next stop. Um, no, we... That, that was a mutual off on, on a tangent. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Sayayatan, what do you think of the have you heard any of the new dub? Nope. Nope. <laughs> we don't watch dub. <laughs> we were hoping you wouldn't ask. Because, you know, we, we, we are acquaintances of some of the staff involved with the nice people that are dubbing this. You too? <laughs> yeah. Who isn't? I know, right? <laughs> I think everybody is. They're very sociable within the fandom. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I don't like admitting that we really don't watch the dub, and it has nothing to do with the fact that the dub is bad or or anything like that. It's just it's just not our preference. Mm-mm, not but our thing. We cheer on the the voice, the American voice actors, because and it, it's their way of making a living, and it's really awesome to see them being able to succeed in that. Well, that too, it's you know, it's a way of bringing it back to America again, and so I, I don't want I want it to happen. I'm glad it's happening. I'm glad that Viz picked it up. I'm glad that they're redubbing everything and re-releasing it, but no, we don't watch it. <laughs> See, I'm kind of there with you, though I do intend to at least watch through the entirety of the new dub once. Um, yeah, we... I think when they picked out the dub actors, we listened to, like, a little teaser of the first... Like an anime expo when they had everybody... Right, when they were like, oh my god, who wears lavender pants? <laughs> <laughs> Right, and yeah. I, I like the fact that they've updated, at least in the like the brief yeah. seconds we we heard, they updated the dialogue appropriately. You know, because it is you know what is it a twenty some odd year old anime, but mm-hmm. eh. it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, so- I, I I agree. I basically I've watched the first episode that each of the senshi are in, um, and that's it. Only because I wanted to, like, I wanted to hear how they did. And it's just, it's not for me. But I, as Sayanyatan said, I don't watch a lot of dub. The only time I watch dub is basically when I can't get subbed. <laughs> um, and I are watching... Oh, I used a real name there. Oh, well. You and Mamochan. Yeah, Mamochan and I. Are you actually going to edit that little bit out or no? I'll see what I can do. So my Mamu-chan and I are actually watching G Gundam right now, and he's insisting that we must watch that dubbed. <laughs> oh my god. Not only is the dub terrible, but the anime itself is terrible. Well, <sighs> okay, okay. It's probably because the script writing was pretty bad, and they used the Ocean Group. You've seen Gundam Wing dub, right? 
No. I have. You're missing out. <laughs> that, the that. only reason we're watching G Gundam right now is because he bought a noble Gundam figure to stick in with all my Sailor Moon toys. <laughs> a Guardian Gundam. So that's where that Gundam came from. I was like, ah. Yeah, he wanted a uh, piece that would incorporate both of our fandoms. So now there's a noble Gundam hanging out with some of my Sailor Moon figures. <laughs> what you should do, make a little uh, top hat and just put it on the Gundam. But she's modeled after Sailor V. I have to track down this one particular Gundam. <laughs> How are you unaware of noble Gundam? I've never seen G Gundam until recently. No, and I knew of noble Gundam. But here's the thing. When I first saw them, people were saying these were just fan-made creations, so I just wrote it off as, uh, it's whatever. I'm not going to have... A lot of fans modify Noble Gundams to look like the other Senshi, but there is one that is legitimate. It's apparently the Gundam for Norway, Sweden, I don't know, somewhere in that northern European area. Get we me, haven't actually gotten to that episode yet, but... Get me the information. I work right up the street from an anime shop. I know what <laughs> I'll be doing when I get paid. <laughs> yeah, I know what you'll be doing when you get paid. Making that money! <laughs> yeah, paying me back. Getting more alcoholic beverages. <laughs> no, we'll get that when we get out there. Anyhow. Yes, yes. So how about that Pluto? Indeed do. We've already been talking for like a half hour and haven't even touched the actual episode yet. Okay, so, uh, yeah, because we keep going off on tangents like, G Gundam! <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the episode likes, dislikes. Overall, I was entirely pleased with it. So was I. I was so excited with all the freaking derp faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, me too. And legit derp faces. The, they brought, they gave them personality. What? Personality. How they even pulled it out of frame, too, and just made it even more ridiculous. It was very reminiscent of the way they used to do those stupid faces in the original anime. It's I like, still can't get over how phallic it was when she kind of spat out her wand when she was encased in crystal. <laughs> it's like Toei said, you know what? We're going to throw them a little bone, so here y'all go. A little bone, eh? <laughs> a little bone. <laughs> oh my god, that scene with Usagi and Mamoru. <laughs> Yay, I was so happy they left it in. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah, I mean, in the manga, because I actually, one, one of my friends messaged me and she went, is that alluding to them having sex? <laughs> Yes. I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you go, I, I said, go back and read that part of the manga. It doesn't, you know, because you don't see them falling over and things like that. I said, it shows them laying down, making out at that point. And you um, notice when she goes to check on Chibiusa later, her shirt that she's wearing under the dress is now over the dress. Yep. Because th wraps it around her shoulders. I thought she was wearing a short sleeve shirt. Yeah, no. I thought okay. sure she was just lacking that other shirt, and she was wearing Mamoru's shirt. Mm -hmm. over yeah. It. Mm -hmm. Well, in the manga, she he actually takes her shirt and dra drapes it over her shoulder. No, I'm saying even in the manga, I could have sworn that was the case. But then she wasn't wearing a shirt under her dress anymore. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Either, Either way, way, they totally got busy, and it made me fangirl. 
When they actually included that scene in my vlog, I just have this two little seconds that I left in because I'm just chuckling like a demon. I'm like, <laughs> as soon as they shut the door on Chibi Use, I'm like, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it? I was like, they totally just got busy. <laughs> they did they do it? Did they do it? They did it. They did. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was definitely excited that they kept that part in, only because it show like it shows the maturity of the manga more than the anime, and it shows you know that they they never could have done this in the original anime. Oh no! Just because of the age difference that they gave the two of them, but this shows that you know, yeah, that they are uh, a couple. And I, I don't know. It just shows that they actually have a, a, a relationship like that. I also kind of like the fact that leading up to it, you actually saw Mamoru get very concerned and just go grabbing at Usagi in a very passionate way. Where it was like, oh look, they actually have strong feelings towards each other. And here they are being exhibited for a change. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's I... like, oh look, they really are a couple. Yay. Unlike the original anime, where, you know, at this point they're breaking up because Monoru's getting creepy-ass dreams. Yeah. Of himself. Mm-hmm. No, instead he's getting creepy-ass voice from himself. <clears throat> well, I guess you could say that Usagi got her own creamer to deal with. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking through the manga, and Usagi is missing the shirt under her dress and is wearing one of Mamoru's shirts. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Otherwise, she still wasn't wearing her shirt. Yeah. Yes. And she totally stayed the night. Mm -hmm. They totally did it on the kitchen How floor. many of you were allowed to stay at your significant others at, like, 14? Well... You gotta wonder what Usagi tells her parents with how often she's not around. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, in this case, too, though, Chibiusa was with her, and right now, Usagi's parents think Chibiusa is, like, part of their family, which I guess right. technically they're right, but not So they, the way pretty they, much, they pretty much assume, well, they're, they're hanging out with Mamoru, they're having a good time, she's keeping an eye on them, good, you know? She must have lied and said she was over it, like you know, Mako-chans or something. Yeah. One of the other says she kind of had her back, you know, her, her I alibi. I mean, Luna's missing, too. They're just all over at Minako's house, according yeah. to according to the Suki Now, that was something I missed. There was a thing in the manga, and it's, it's a teeny tiny thing, and it's not important, and I understand why they cut it, but so Minako puts down this, this blanket for the cats, and Artemis is like, yeah, she's never this nice to me. <laughs> Oh, I didn't remember. See that's so bad, and I'm sad they cut it. I do have to say though, it's kind of morbid, but I was actually excited that when they got to Crystal Tokyo, there were legit corpses laying around. Mm -hmm. Oof, yeah. yeah. They haven't sanitized this. Well, they did earlier on. I mean, like in the again, it all relates back to the general flop, but uh, all the generals turned to corpses, and we didn't get any of that. So there were a bunch of more gorish, creepy things in the Dark Kingdom that they cut out. So I was really happy when all of a sudden those gorish things reappeared for the Dark King, or for the Black Moon family. But 
yeah. Toy seems to have upped their game since they started the Black Moon family. I think the problem was with the generals is they just mm. kind of got annihilated. <laughs> they were like, oh, sorry, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, it's like, we didn't fully think this through, so, uh... Nice so having you just, around. See right, ya. We're just gonna have Queen Metallia kind of bitch slap you and you're gonna disappear. <laughs> Y'all sucking that good shit till you got kicked in your chest. Now, um, Luna's dream. When she's dreaming about the past and about seeing the door and all of that, um, how much do you think that's gonna change? Like, how, how much do you think that has changed the tone since in the manga she's actually dreaming of the past queen serenity telling her don't go to the future don't go through the door basically her saying like don't forget what i told you you cannot go to the future mm. do you think that's changed the tone any slightly I'm looking at that part of the manga right now, and I don't see anything about don't go to the future, just the same thing that was in the episode. Yeah. There's a I guardian... It sound familiar. There, yeah, I thought it was the exact same wording, that, you know, yeah. there's a guardian there, and you have to forget everything you just saw. You're not you don't... supposed to know this exists. Oh, because I'm, I'm... I'm looking at... Uh... It, which oh, translation do you have, though? I have uh, Miss Dream Up. Oh, that's that's why. Yeah. That's why you're looking at a basically a fan translation as opposed to the official translation that came out. Uh. Yeah, the only time I'm seeing that you should not go through the door is when it's actually Pluto talking. Yeah. Because I was pretty sure both of our translations, the original and then the 20th, the 20th re-release say the exact same thing. Uh, just forget mm. you ever saw this place. Yeah. Which was pretty much what we just saw in Crystal. Yeah, too. I mean, it says here, it's the closed door, it's protected by a solitary guardian, it is sacred land, so you must not enter. But right before that, as she's falling asleep, it says, Luna, what are you doing here? Um, Luna, what are you doing? You mustn't go to the future, Luna. I see, which in this one it says, you've wandered so far afield, come back with me. Yeah. She she basically says, you know, get away from the door. Mm -hmm. You've wandered too far down the hallway. Get back here. Hmm. Well, she, I guess that's saying almost came true. You know, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to know what the original Japanese on that was, because, um, I mean, I don't know anything about it, but, I, I mean, Miss Dream is translates professionally in New York City, so she must know what she's doing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a very drastic change. Yes. But the fact that that's a change that was in both translations? I... Right. Well, you do have two things. You have a translation, which is something that comes sort of close. Then you have a transliteration where it's just directly as is, you know? It makes a lot more sense, but at the same time, it doesn't, you know? Well, I mean, that is the thing, you know, trying to translate... The... Japanese and English are both two very complicated languages, and, you know, there's a lot of... Both of them have a lot of sayings that don't necessarily translate. 
Mm-hmm. So I, sometimes going back and forth between the two languages is really tough. And you can get a different translation just by who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's also... Um... Like, they have words like we do, where depending on the inflection of it changes the entire meaning of the word. They right? have a lot of those words, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we have read and read, and, you know, like, something easy for them is kawaii and kawaii. Yeah. One is cute and one is scary. <laughs> yeah. And it's spelled the exact same way. It just depends on how, how you say it. Yeah, it's the inflection. So, I mean, it very well could be something like that. <laughs> um, but if you're translating from written, it th- that actually doesn't happen. Oh, one thing I did want to say that I was disappointed in is um, King Endymion's costume was not purple. I know! It looked so much better, in my opinion. Same here. I have but a better... I like the gay costume. It just... It, it's so oh, mama It's technically not purple. It's lilac or lavender. Lavender. But um, I was still very bummed not to see the gay suit. Especially yeah, after seeing, you know, uh, Petit Etranger. Where it was, like, it was this beautiful lavender bedazzled monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> it was glorious. It was glorious. Yeah, it was just, it, it seemed too plain. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, liked it. The only lavender we got was on the inside of his cape. Mm-hmm. Just like, <clears throat> if they really wanted to, they could have done the inside of the cape and done, like, a, a lavender jacket and then kept his lapels and trim white. And it would have still gotten the same effect across, like, because she says, you know, it's the color of sunset. Well, now he doesn't look like the color of sunset. He just He's looks just... like a white tuxedo mask. He, no, no, mm-hmm. no, no. Uh, and then his pimp game just went up. That's what happened. Right. No, it's just their way of making up for the fact that the Moonlight Knight isn't in here. <laughs> now, the other, the only other thing I can think of is he is kind of a ghost right now, so maybe they're that, I don't know. When we see him, you know, when he's not dead? Maybe he'll turn back Lavender, but I right now know. he's a, I don't know, I am grasping at straws. Yeah, you are. That actually is prob- uh, a good probability. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we saw in the preview that Chibiusa goes running to hug him, and she goes right through him. Slams right into a wall, and I know some people got excited over that. Why, because she hurt herself? Yes. There are people that hate the pink terror. You know what? She's not as bad in Crystal as she is in the original anime. Although when she started doing the smug thing about, you know, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a princess. Usually you'd have to treat me nicer, but I decided to let it slide. (laughs) I love that. I was cracking up. And yeah, we got I'm, a cute I'm... little chase scene between her and Usagi, so we got a personality. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at this. He's supposed to have a lavender coat, a lavender cloak, and a beautiful suit the color of purple twilight. Hmm. There we go. He has none but, of these. No, and, and just the amount of like blinged out crap on his on his coat. His lapels in the manga are blinged out. Oh yeah. Um the, the hem at the bottom, the hem at the cuffs, they're all blinged out with, you know, just decorations. We it doesn't even have to be shiny, but like, he was so plain. He's just a white tuxedo mask with a staff. Mm-hmm. They, the bu- they had budget cuts. I mean, they had to come out of his costume. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. The, the medallion is even exactly the same. 
Yeah, it was just very disappointing. I thought it was very exciting. I wanted game out of <laughs> Well, you can go ahead and ship one, okay? Ship gay Mamoru with straight Mamoru. I don't care. Whatever makes you happy. Motoki? There you go. <laughs> See, you just made Mako-chan happy. What the? <laughs> well, why am I going to be happy about that? Because Motoki is shipping. <laughs> yeah, but... He he's supposed to be shipping with Makoto. But I thought if you were gonna ship Mamoru with anyone, it was gonna be with Fiore. Oh, <laughs> see that's oh. who I ship. <laughs> see, see, but here's the thing. M uh, Makoto can stand there with the camcorder and record the whole thing. Uh, she we're went to too far afield again. Cut that out. Let's what? She went to the Nabiki Tendo School of Hustling. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys have lost my interest in this conversation. <laughs> Reel it in. Ugh. I'll shut up now. Good boy. <laughs> so, sad face, no no gay suit. Happy face, the suit looked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're outvoted four to one. I think that that suit would look much nicer next to Neo Queen Serenity than that gaudy purple ass thing. But now he's not the color of the sunset. He would blend into my sewing room walls if he stood in here with the original purple thing. But now he just blends in with Queen Serenity. Now they're just one giant white blob. You're a very elegant looking white blob. With <laughs> giant white ass bows. <laughs> yeah, they are an elegant cloud ruling above Crystal Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm looking at a picture of here we go yeah i i mean it, it's it's a white suit and i don't even think like looking at this picture that it's lilac lined cloak i think it's just the shadow because when you see some of it not shadowed it's white gotcha so mm. i i think the entire thing is maybe white. they're giving the cosplayers a break finally anybody can rent a white suit <laughs> Yeah, but then you got those who will rent the white suit and actually will cut and edit the suit to make it accurate as possible, then realize they just lost out on 300 bucks. <laughs> That's true, their problem. True story. I knew someone who rented a full tuxedo to do Jack Skellington. What was he doing um, Thursday night before the con? In the lobby with the chalk, making the lines. Oh, oh no! Oh. Yeah, there's a picture on my Facebook somewhere. <laughs> Things not to do with your costume. Come on, man. Especially when it's not yours. Right. <laughs> Things not to do when you can get a pinstripe fucking suit. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's see. What else did we get? Diana. Oh, yes. Yep. Itty bitty little Diana. The cute. Itty bitty. And I, I can't wait to they... see everyone's reactions next time. Cause mm -hmm. Oh, Diana. <laughs> Yeah, and um, because they did announce a voice actress for Diana, she's definitely going to speak. Yep. And she's voiced by, they call her Shokotan, but it's Naoko Shokotawa or something like that. Let me pull up her, let me pull up her, her, her music here somewhere. Her, her I'm name. sorry, I had an urge to press a button on a PGSM toy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know why. It was just sitting there all shiny, and I'm like, I want to push it. And then I remembered I had batteries in it. Uh, there we go. Her name is Shoko Nagakawa. She's mostly known for doing anime covers, and she actually did a cover of Moonlight Dance Sets and Sailor Star Song, which is pretty cool. I was definitely excited to see Diana, though, introduced in the proper time instead of two seasons later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diana's adorable. All right, so um, Pluto, because we haven't said much other than yay, Pluto. Pooh. I it still bugs the crap out of me. She's like, all who come here must die. <laughs> I, and you know, next, the next thing out of her mouth is, and oh, by the way, you've always been such a pain in the ass to me. You knew <laughs> who they were. What are you doing? She's doing her job. <laughs> I was disappointed that she yelled, dead scream! And nothing happened. I mean, they just, yeah. It was, well, no, yeah. I was disappointed that she yelled it, because yeah. I was so looking forward to the real creepy, quiet, oh, this yeah. new voice actress seemed to have such such uh, composure yeah, to her he... voice that her dead scream whisper would just be like, oh, and then she yelled it. Yeah. yeah. Like the dead scream oh, the that we got in the anime. Scream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this voice actress would do that so amazingly, and instead they had her yell. Yeah. Maybe they did it to mess with everybody, you know? I don't know. But the thing is, I mean, she attacked them, but if she knew who these people were, she knew she couldn't kill Sailor Moon. Otherwise, Chibiusa would go poof. <laughs> yeah. So it's like... You know you're not going to do anything other than smack him around a little bit. Stop it. In the same sense, if she had killed Sailor Moon, then they wouldn't be having the problem with the Black Moon family. Or it would be worse because they could just take over. Yeah, that's actually much more likely, but... (laughs) (laughs) Old continuity errors. Spoiler alert, this is happening because of that um, uh, phantom... Phantom Menace? Phantom (laughs) Wank? The dude that Wise Man really is. Death Phantom. Thank you, Death Phantom. You're welcome. Because he's all like, you know, I'm F you and I hate you. And then he's manipulating the, you know, yeah, by the way, spoilers. Um, He's manipulating. And did you like the Chibiusa leap? Like, she freaking... Yeah, clears she... three feet to grab Pluto, man. It was like yeah. one of those little plastic frogs where you press on its butt and it springs up in the air. <laughs> it was just like all of a sudden up in Pluto's face. And then she was magically back down on the ground again in the next scene. And I was like, what the fuck is that? See, what you, what you guys don't know is behind the castle is a basketball court. So every day at three, Chibiusa and Demian play, uh, play some ball. So her jump game is on point. <laughs> <laughs> and they tried being all intense. Oh, you shouldn't be here, Chibiusa, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm going to hug you. And it's like, um, it didn't play off as cute as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. You ever have parents that kind of do that shit to you? They just yell at you, then they're like, I'm so glad you're safe, and this and that, you know? Uh, if they don't even yell at you. They, they, they admonish you in a very serious tone. You know, I'm so disappointed with you. You shouldn't have done this. It's very quiet, very monotone, and then all of a sudden they grab you and kiss your face. It's like, I'm so glad you're okay. But the, for some reason it didn't play off as cute as I, I'd hoped. Something mm. about it, I don't know. I can't even explain it was because Pluto ruined everything by yelling dead scream. <laughs> there you go. And in this part, um, 
they couldn't keep consistent, like, in the manga on how they were going to portray her, the age they were going to portray her. Because in some of the scenes, she looks like she's a teenager, and some of the scenes, she looks like she's an adult. Um, that's just because Naoko can't be consistent with it. Oh, yeah. I- I'm just, I'm kind of upset that they went more of the adult route for the anime. Because isn't she only supposed to be 17 or 18? No, that's looks no. wise. That's the reincarnation of Pluto. No, she's like hundreds of years old. She's actually ageless, basically, from what Well, yeah. Yeah, I and know that. And even the Pluto that does come down, does come and join the team eventually, I could have sworn that she was like, while uh, Uranus and Neptune were students at, Mu- at Mugen, she was like a teacher assistant. Yeah, she's a few years older than, like, well, uh, she's actually Mamadur's age, or actually a year I thought older. she was even older. She's a little older. Cause she, um, let's see, let's let's do the math on this. So wibbly the, wobbly timey wimey stuff. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. There are two Plutos. There's one at the gate, and the her reincarnated version is actually on Earth at the same damn time. The star seed just hasn't gone into it yet. <laughs> because at the end of this, after the Pluto at the time gate is dead, you see the adult. Setsuna, who I think is 18 at that point, because I think the girls are 17 and Mamoru is 17. No, the girls are 16 and Mamoru is 17. There we go. There's our ages. 14, 16, 17, and 18. Okay, for the record, Pluto is not a Time Lord. Yes, she is. No. Yes, she is. No, 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 no. She's a Highlander. No. Yes. She's the Time Lord. Dude, the Gate of Time even looks sort of like the TARDIS. Yep. I know, I know. I was just trying to say something. I was just trying. Come on. Ah, ah. Yeah. You failed. Creepy that, you know, she dies and then you've got adult Pluto already. Right. She's See, like, yeah, I've been around for a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, what, what's fail is when, if Pluto opens the time, the time doors, you see Ed and Al on the other side looking around. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I guess because of watching... Um, the latest Sailor Moon musical where Pluto definitely did not look like an adult. Right. Um, that I was hoping they would go for, I mean, not adult Pluto at the gate. Because while she is timeless and while she is ageless and all of that, um, she's still not supposed to show that she's, you know, 900 or whatever. Like, if she's a Time Lord, she's not supposed to age. Well, they're not supposed to age past 22. It, it says in in the manga flat out that that uh, the senshi because of the Ginzu show and I'm assuming that that's for all senshi as time goes on um, that they stop aging at 22. So she I don't can, know. She, oh, she no. looks like a pretty old 22. I'm just saying. Not to me, man. No, I thought she looked fine. I don't know. She doesn't it's... look 18, but she doesn't look old. Well, well no, like I'm not saying I'm not saying she looks old. I'm just, she... I don't know. But she's gonna have wisdom, because she's been standing there forever. She's supposed to look slightly different from her 18-year-old, non-wise counterpart. Yeah. Just like when we finally see the senshi on their buyers, they should look a little a little different as well, because these are gonna be the same girls that are now 900 years old. At least we assume. We don't know. They could have died and been reincarnated, and the only people left really and truly are Endemi and, and, and Serenity. They never got into that. Are those the same are, are the same five senshi that, have, that mm-hmm. have 
for Senshi, sorry, that have been following her since, you know, middle school? Or did they get killed and reborn? Technically, mm. they got killed and reborn in stars, but not like reborn from rebirth. Right, and that, that's, a... the, that's part of something that was addressed in the alternate universe where Usagi has two kids. Right. Because technically, they all have daughters, so theoretically they could, you know, either pass it on or get killed and their daughters would pick up the slack. So you don't know who's on the, bi- uh, the beers. Buyers. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I can the, uh, the other thing that I'm kind of amused with, <clears throat> um, because the whole Chibiusa part with her running towards Endymion and, and going past him mm-hmm. is actually the start of the next manga. Yes. Uh, the next man- manga chapter. But at the end of this manga chapter, he pets Diana. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he did it in there too. Mm-hmm. He pets Diana, but Shibuya can't touch him. That's cruel. I don't love you anymore, Shibuya. Could have just been <laughs> mimicking petting her. Or, well, well, remember it is a projection, so maybe he had just enough energy, you know, to project to pet Diana. No, because but... her her bell rang, so he actually touched her. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he had enough energy to, for the projection where he could actually materialize, you know, just for that. Or maybe it's just a cat thing, because you know cats yep. are fucking creepers. Cats can see things we normally can't, so. I, yeah, I always thought that that one was a little bit weird. That Diana is being pet, and then all of a sudden, Chibiusa is running through Papa. Right. Well, we've said before, there's some serious, like, Lack of parenting skills. No, no, no. There's some <laughs> steer- like there's some plot holes. <laughs> yeah, think. So, yeah, you needed to get the audience's attention, so you have Diana being petted. But I still think it's a parenting fail. Oh, I don't feel like <laughs> touching my daughter today. So nope, screw run, you. Run into the wall, bitch. Go hug my past self. Oh. You don't love me enough. You think I'm not paying enough attention to you? Well, fuck you. On the next Jerry Jerry Springer show. (laughs) Oh, this whole this whole arc is totally Jerry Springer. (laughs) (laughs) This is so messed up. I want to know what Naoko was smoking because holy crap. Whatever she was smoking, I I I want to know her buyer so I can kind of sample it. And I think after this, I think we should all watch Senshion Springer and just crack out. There you oh, go. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, this is one of my favorite arcs, but I seem to be the odd man out in this episode, so. No, it's not no. that the arc is bad, but you have to admit, between the obsession of Demond and the whole uh, rapey feel from him, and the daddy issues that, you know, Endymion instills in his own kid, apparently on purpose, <laughs> it's just, oh! And the fact that Usagi is jealous of a, a six-year-old. A six-year-old. And then the black lady slash tuxedo common thing. and Yes. Like it or not, and it's still a good arc. You have to admit, there's some pretty creepy stuff going on here. Maybe yeah. Naoka was pulling from her own personal life. Who knows? They have a different culture than we do, so these are the same people that find incest, uh, incest hentai interesting. <laughs> Like, then again, the guy who does Attack on Titan, he, he pulls all that from being bullied as a kid, so, you know. Eh, whatever. No. Eh. Well, if you're looking at that, look at Cardcaptor Sakura. No! <laughs> One of the students is engaged 
to her teacher. Yes, I and know. And they're in elementary school. That's so gross. Oh, God, I had completely forgotten about that. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if you want to really look at what the Japanese think of relationships, this is a shoujo manga. This is for little girls. Here is, I think she's 12. Yeah, I think she's 12. And she's already engaged to her teacher. Hi, Chris Anson from NBC News. I have a word a with you. view of how the Japanese see relationships. It's a romanticized... Um, you gotta remember in Japan, I don't know if it's still this way, but it used to be once you're 16, you're an old maid. For the longest time, they felt that way. Mm-hmm. Anybody older than 16 that wasn't wasn't wed is considered an old maid, and that's just gross. That's that's a if they can bleed, they can breed mentality. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that's just no. Oh God, I was <sighs> nine when I started bleeding. I'm that would be miserable. I think this is the part where I'm going to hide under my desk now. <laughs> well, we know how to scare off the men in the audience. But for those of you still listening, thank you ever so much. I got nothing. <laughs> but anywho. That is a terrifying mentality, though, that many cultures did used to share. And... Oh, yeah. For I can understand it a long time ago. I don't agree with it, but I can understand it because it's a perpetuation of the species. That and they didn't have incredibly long lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 40 and you're usually gone. Maybe even before then. But nowadays, we don't have that excuse. We're a little better off. So, but, you know, it's Japan. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. So culture different than we are our own, and none of us have lived there, so we can't really say for certain what it represents. True. And, so, there, and and daddy issues has been a big thing, like and the Oedipus complex has been a big thing. It, so it's an ongoing thing through all literature. It is valid and legit. All right. Anyways, I'm starting to get tired. So do we have anything else to say? Can't wait for the next episode. Oh yeah. Ditto. You know. And in two episodes, we finally get the other senshi back. Uh. You notice how ever since uh, the Black Moon arc started, we've been really been enjoying the episodes a lot more and more and more. You know. Uh-huh. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. The Black Moon arc has been fabulous. It's like Dark Kingdom was kind of. They kind of made realize their mistakes. Like we got we got to fix this. We got to fix. I this. really hope that they did actually take the fan criticisms of the of the issues that were in the Dark Kingdom, and that's why the Black Moon family has been a lot better. Why are you chasing the cat? <laughs> <laughs> Cat just came running in here with my boyfriend close behind him. Cat's like, oh, just wait till you find your favorite sweater. Nice. All right, but I think that pretty much wraps this episode up. Okay. Yeah, so what is everybody looking forward to in the next episode? Watching Usagi's face when she finds out who Chibiusa's mother is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, show, show of hands, who all here is looking forward to that? Me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, just hey. her face, um... But the whole Diana thing comes out too. Yep. Oh yeah. So I- I'm looking forward to Artemis's face. Okay. Okay. I'm when Usagi finds out and when Artemis finds out. I need a screen cap of that, and then I need a screen cap of Leonardo DiCaprio holding out the champagne glass because it's just <laughs> perfect, you know. Cheers. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. I think we should hurry but up. Yeah. The, the next episode also explains, you know their average lifespan and you know that once maturity is reached they basically stop aging and all of that so we'll get deeper into that whole thing as well and the explanation of why they look the same and 
Yay. 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 Explanation. I, 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 I'm hoping because this is basically very wordy that it's not going to be a boring episode. Get your textbooks, kids. It's going to be a pop quiz. Yeah. I mean, it also explains, you know, who the anime is and all of that. So it's an important episode because it explains all of that. But it's very, very wordy. Yes. Well, I'd rather have a wordy episode than one that doesn't have a lot of words. And so we end up with 15 minutes worth of transformations and seven minutes of show. Well, tell that Mm -hmm. to the Pretty Cure people. Well, I, mean, I don't want pretty cure, so it doesn't matter. I mean, technically, in the next episode, we sh- we shouldn't have any transformation Yay! because they're already transformed. Yay! So we shouldn't have any anything to deal with. It's just, it's basically one long conversation. I don't know why I suddenly went from being so excited about their transformations to just so done with them. Mm. <laughs> well, Artemis does sound like an old man, so you know, in back of his mind, I'm getting real tired of your shit since she. <laughs> yeah, well, we're getting tired of your shit, Artemis. Hi. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, if, if that's everything, then uh, everybody should be saying their goodbyes and stuff. Bye. Bye. Deuces. Um, why don't you explain where you can be found? All right. Well, you can meet baby beautiful. Take two! Um, <laughs> can you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Man, no one can understand the words that are coming out of your mouth! If you can understand it, that's impressive, because I couldn't understand myself. Um, anyhow, you can reach me, Elcrea, on Twitter and Tumblr as Elcrea. And on Facebook, I am Elcrea Cosplay, and YouTube, I am Elcrea Vision. I do a Sailor Moon vlog with every episode of Crystal that comes out. And Tumblr is just a bunch of random Sailor Moon and Star Trek and Babylon 5 and other various sci-fi. And Twitter tends to be Sailor Moon and Poop. So have fun with that. So, Alcrea, so how long before we see Enten Tsukino? Um, actually, I do plan on doing a Starfleet uniform soon. I actually got a stage replica, well, a show replica pattern to work off of, and I gotta tell you, that's a that's the first time I'm working off a pattern of that complexity, but I'm confident in my own sewing skills. I rarely use patterns myself, so I'm sure I can figure it out. It's just, there's so much black in those uniforms, I couldn't tell where any seams were, so I'm like, screw it, I'm getting a actual replica pattern, because... I don't want to draft this and then later find something where I'm like, oh, that was horribly wrong. Yes, I do have a screen accurate pattern to work off of. Challenge accepted. Ooh. That'd be nice. I guess we're next. So you can find Yaten and myself mainly on Facebook. Um, Our personal cosplay page, which, you know, we occasionally update. We're really busy, so we haven't made anything new in ages. It's kinmoku.revolution. Um, our business page, where you can find the stuff we're actually working on, is starlit.creation. They make some amazing stuff. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, thank you. Toot toot. Anyway, (laughs) we're on Twitter. Um, I believe we're just Starlit Creation on there because you can't have too many characters. And we are also Starlit Creation on Tumblr. And we, if you have a Tumblr, we tend to blog once a day all the neat stuff we're doing. When Yaten remembers to program it, yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
my Tumblr posts are always just in a sudden, sudden, just burst of them, and you can always tell when I'm actually on the website or not. <laughs> and you can also find me and Mako-chan Tuesdays on the Voice of Geeks Network, uh, doing Anime Jam Session, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Encore, I think Thursday's at 2, I, I, I have to double check. If not that, you'll probably find us in the lobby of, of, your, of your convention hotel, you know... Me strumming along with the guitar, and Mako-chan is singing, and Ari is sitting there with the bucket for spare change, you know, so, because cons ain't cheap. <laughs> Alrighty, then. <laughs> Am I the only one who remembers Project Echo? I'll take that as a yes. Never saw it, but it's on my list. Ooh. Um, one, two, okay, we're good. Never mind. Hmm? Okay, good night. Well, <laughs> yeah, cause, no, I was uh, I was checking something for next month. Um, basically, when episodes fall and when DCC falls, but we're good because DCC is not the weekend of an episode. <laughs> so we're good. If it was, you would just be watching it with us. With popcorn and Oh, soda. yeah, I know, but considering we wouldn't be back until Tuesday, we'd have to figure out, you know, when to tape. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to... Oh, we're drunk. Yes! Oh dear God! I, I, I nominate I a drunken so episode. I, I'm not doing a drunk episode. Yes, you are. I would feel left out. We will Skype you in. <laughs> I will bring my equipment for this. This is going to happen. Oh dear God! I'm sorry, it's my fault. Yes, it is. So I guess that means Jonathan gets to pick the episode we get drunk to watching. Um, can it be non-sailing mood? Because um, I know an anime that we can get drunk in two episodes. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Utena. Because you play the... The Himemia. The Himemia drinking game. I, I guess if a certain somebody wants to do this for his birthday, we can. Well, you know, hey, you know. I can't afford his alcohol. <laughs> well, what? I'm a cheap date. Come on. Hell, you're not. Oh, hey, no. Okay, we, we we've got. Good night, folks. Yeah. yeah. Are right. we still recording or no? Yes. <laughs> good night, everybody. We're going off on tangents. Okay, okay. All right. One, two, three. Good night. One, two, three. Good night. Good night. And that's right. a wrap. Thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every other week and will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at the Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website, too, at thecrystalchronicles.com, where we will be posting news, information, and episode breakdowns. Sailor Moon says, see you next time. And that's a wrap. Okay. Bye. Good night, everybody. For more information about this podcast, check us out at thecrystalchronicles.com Thanks for listening! Podcast no, Kariwai no message.